I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Friends. Hello. It's a magical Monday, and we're here with you. We are gonna talk about some friends and maybe get a fur coat too. Phoebe! I know you can't hear my snaps, but you know I tried. That was a good song. It's all about the ambience. Oh my goodness. Welcome, dog. Alright, so our mascot's going haywire today. Mr. Charcoal, under the table. It's awesome. That is the beginning of the week. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great, and we hope that you all are as well. Mm-hmm. And tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the one with the Yeti. Because it's never too late for cryptids. Let's go! Start the episode at Joey and Chandler's apartment. It's Chandler. And Chandler and Monica are taking advantage of. It won't die. Making out in the living room here, knowing that Joey now knows. Having a full confidence in Joey's knowledge of their rendezvous. <laughs> They're uh, taking every and any opportunity to make out in his face. Oh yeah. So Joey walks in. He's like, "Hey, look. Just because I know doesn't mean you're gonna be doing that under my roof." No, 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 no. It almost know. sounds like an angry parent, like, blooding right? your child. He's so overprotective. And Chad's like, I thought you're, you're supposed to be at an, an, like, uh, at an audition for another hour. And Joey's like, well, sometimes, you know, I go to the wrong audition, and I'm not a middle-aged black woman. And, yeah, so basically he went to the wrong one. I was about to say, you're going to get the context for that in, like, three seconds. <laughs> he was like, at least hide it better, you know? So he goes to his room. And Chandler and Monica start to make out, and Joey's like, I can hear you. And Monica and Joey's like, okay, well, just come over. Rachel's not home. So they leave the apartment to go to Monica and Rachel's, and Joey's like, I can still hear you. Even though clearly no one is in the apartment at that point. Oh, my God, it's so hilarious. But, but you know, a parent's job is never done, especially when you're Joey. Insert intro. I bet you didn't know that Joey went to the wrong edition. <laughs> Hi, Joey. So, this message are... brought to you by MLM Flakes. <laughs> we are at... <laughs> we are at Central Perk. <laughs> Let's get it percolating. And uh, Phoebe walks in and she's got like this family heirloom that she got from her, you know birth mom and um she's kind of excited because it's uh, another one of those phoebe moments where she's uh, getting a little bit of family back history phoebe lore if you will she's like you know a year ago i didn't have any family and now i have this so now i got a box right and as she opens it okay little backstory unless in case you guys forgot phoebe is vegetarian so um the jacket (laughs) is an heirloom and it's made out of mink Oh no, baby bird. Ooh. It is no ordinary jacket. It is a fur coat. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, why would my mother send me that? 
You know, so it's kind of like, uh, can't wear this. Oh, everyone else is like, oh, this looks really nice. Like, look at the right? quality. She's like, it was an animal. I know. And then Chandler makes like his jazz and he's like, yeah, you know, nine-year-old Filipino kids were bloody sweaty hands working for 12 cents an hour. And Phoebe just looks at him like. <laughs> Monica Loki looks at him like, you're <laughs> not helping right now. And he's like, I'm just kidding. Like, all right. He's right. like, I was trying to give her another soapbox to stand on. Oh, my God. That cracked me up, though. Ross walks in, and uh, he's got this list, right? And he's trying to post, like, a flyer. And Gunther's like, you can't post that in here because Gunther does not like Ross. <laughs> and, uh... Until he <laughs> finds out what Ross is putting it up for. Exactly. <laughs> so, as he proceeds, you know, he's talking to the friends, and they're like, what's that? And he's like, well, you know, I'm gonna um, get rid of a few things here, and, uh, figured we'll f- start fresh with fresh furniture, and, uh... Monica looks at the list, and she's like, oh, so basically, uh, get rid of everything Rachel touched list. Then, like, uh, as yeah. if summoned from the shadows with the magical Rachel signal, uh, Gunther oh appears. <laughs> I want everything. Yes. He's like, I'll take it all. <laughs> so then Ross walks away for a moment, and Joey's, like, kind of upset. You know, Joey's very, like, parent, like you said, parenty. He's like, man, what's going on? Like, you know, Emily's messing up everything. What's like, happening to our gang? <laughs> And Monica, you know, they're like, hey, you know, if it makes him happy, then we got to just keep our feelings to ourselves. You know? But I love how Joey is like really showing a little bit of character growth here. Mm-hmm. He's like acknowledging like the big elephant in the room that the rest of the friends are like, kind of yeah. trying to avoid talking about. Like yeah. the change is hurting He's the team. We're losing the group. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's hitting Joey really hard. He's just trying to be uh, there for you. Okay. I know that was random. So, let's go into the basement, which is uh, the basement of Monica's. <laughs> the basement. Or the storage room Sounds or Sounds like a club downtown. Let's go Stor- into the basement. Storage room below their apartment. And then Monica and Rachel go down there for, for whatever reason. It's really dark, and they're there for a little round waffle iron because Rachel wants Monica to make that. That's and, oddly uh, specific, but uh, let's go yeah. along with it. So they find it, and Monica's like, oh, great, it's under a can of bug bomb. Is everybody's, know? like, random belongings for the entire apartment yeah. complex just in the it basement? Looks, it looks like that way, so it's kind of weird. But It's questionable. The light kind of seems to flicker, so that, I guess that answers the whole why it's so dark. And so all of a sudden they turn around, and they see this guy with, like, long hair, kind of scruffy looking... And Rachel. Or at least what they think is a guy. <laughs> because with all the proper lighting in place. Oh my god. He is actually a Yeti. <laughs> Rachel puts out the bug bomb on him and they run away. Alrighty. So we are at Central Perk. And Phoebe uh, is kind of contemplating. She's like, I don't know what to do with this coat. You know, and then Joey's like, have you tried it on yet? Joey's like, here, I want it. He tries it on. And um, he's like, how do I look? And Chandler's like, you're on a five, Miss Manoli. (laughs) (laughs) And Ross, of course. I was going to say, kind of like he was like one like uh, feathered hat away from being a pimp. Oh, yeah. That's kind (laughs) of cool. Ross enters on the phone with Emily, of course, yet again with another change and you can tell she's kind of pointed on yeah. thick 
But uh, Ross, uh, forever the doting husband, is uh, trying to complete the honeydew list in earnest. Right. Even at the sacrifice of his own happiness. And you can tell that he's not really genuinely happy about the changes in his voice. It's like it's almost like he's saying everything through gritted teeth. Yeah. So, you know, they're kind of like, okay, what's going on? He's like, okay, dear. Ross is like, well, you know, um, we're actually, um, we're moving to a new apartment. Woohoo! And, and everyone else is just like, really? And he's just like, yeah, you know, we figured. Was fresh. this something you wanted to do? Right. <laughs> and Ross is like, well, you know, I figured. Fresh new furniture, you know, new apartment. And, you know, it's only like, uh, it's, it's by the Columbia River, you know, and I've been given the gift. That's all the way uptown. <laughs> I know, and then Joey's like, that's three trains away. And then uh, Ross just pretending like he's okay with it, so... He's like, I've been given the gift of time. And then Chandler makes like a joke again. Gift of space? I'm like, okay. But, uh, you know, kind of walks away. Time and space. Let's make them a continuum. <laughs> and he walks away. Joey is still tripping. He's like very like protective. He's like, what's going on? Like, And Phoebe starts to pinch him. Like, ow, 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 ow. Well, hey, you know, he just can't seem to let go of the fact that Emily's he, again, he's the only one acknowledging what mm-hmm. everyone else doesn't want to say. So at this point, Monica and Rachel come in, and uh, I think they said they found something. So listen to this. You guys, you guys, we were, we were just in the storage area, and we saw this really creepy man. He was like this crazy-eyed, hairy beast man. He was like a, like a Bigfoot or a Yeti or something. <laughs> with an axe, so Rachel had to use a bug bomb on him. Yeah, I, I pulled the tab and I just fogged his yeti ass. Uh, like dark hair, bushy beard? Yeah. Yeah, you fogged Danny. Please, we did not fog Danny. Who's Danny? Danny just moved in downstairs. Yeah, he just got back from like this four-month trek in the Andes. Nice fella. Oh, he's nice. He's nice. You know, you always stick up for the people we fog. Yeah. Hi. You might not remember us, but we are the girls that fogged you. We're, we're really sorry we fogged you. Yeah. Okay. No, we we didn't mean to fog you. We we actually thought you were like a yeti or something. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hi. Uh, sorry to bother you, but I don't think that we can accept your acceptance of our apology. It just doesn't really seem like you mean it. Yeah. Okay. I fogged you. Well, you did a little bit. Oh my god, honey, I'm so sorry. I totally forgive you. Well, quite the personality on the Yeti. (laughs) Okay. Look, we're genuinely sorry. Like, we didn't mean to fog you. Okay. Okay. 
okay, look, we're not okay with you not being okay. <laughs> like, okay it's, a, it's amazing how well that works, though. Like, try it in your next mm-hmm. debate, kids. Okay? So, we are now at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Phoebe comes in with the coat. And um, it looks like she has a plan. She said uh, to Monica, you remember my uh, friend Crematorium Chris? Or Chris? Monica's like, The yeah. Crematorium Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he said, you know... He'll cremate the coat for free if I bring in the next person that dies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that because that's a humane <laughs> deal. <laughs> so, Rachel comes out and she's admiring the coat, you know. She's like, oh my god, this is really pretty. It's like, if you were to throw this away, Phoebe, this would be a, a, a crime against fashion. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Monica was telling her that, and Rachel's like, you look, look, Phoebe, I know you can be a little quirky and all. We all get a kick out of it, but, uh, you can't. You can't destroy the <laughs> Oh, poor Phoebe. Poor Rachel. So Phoebe's like, okay, you know what? I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, you know what? Oh, my God, she tries it on. And she's like... And right as she's about hmm. to downplay how much she hates the coat, she turns around and looks in the mirror and says... I look good in it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Oh, how fast the mighty have fell. Oh my goodness. So we are now at Ross's apartment, and it's moving day, you know, he's trying to You know to what's honest. left of Ross's apartment? Right. It's uh, looking kind of barren at this point. He's on the phone At the behest again. of Emily. I can't wait to see you, Emily. Oh my, my perfect, God. special, amazing, beautiful wife. <laughs> Chandler, of course, carries the one box that's heavy. He's like, what is this, a box of rocks? And Ross is like, no, it's my fossil collection. Oh, okay, so rocks. <laughs> it so, doesn't change the weight of the box, unfortunately. So Ross is talking to Joey, like reminiscing about how he's like, hey, tell you the truth, you know, I'm gonna miss this place. You know, Ben took his first steps over here. Then Joey had to reminisce about one day that they did there. And then, uh, so Joey's like, so would you say you're not entirely happy about moving? He's trying to, like, fish it out of Ross, like, really right? trying to egg him on, like, just say it. And so Ross pretty much kind of admits it. He's like, okay, then you know what? Like, you know, and then the, all of a sudden everybody comes in and they're trying to stop Joe. He's like, no, you guys said to keep my mouth shut unless he was Like, I, I love how they came in, like, on the chop of a dime. We right? knew you were going to say it. We knew it. And Joey's like, well, he's not entirely happy. So Ross is like, what? What's going on? Like, they basically admit that. Have you that. guys all been talking about my marriage behind right. my back? And so Ross kind of schools them out and educate them. Like, hey, look, until you've been married, like, you wouldn't know. You know, it's about compromising. You know, that's what grown-ups like, do. you're in no space to tell me how to handle this. Yeah. Like, like, really gives it to him. And Ross is even like, it's not all about In my drinking. Ross voice. And he even says, it's not even about, you know, just drinking coffee every day. You know, the central part. Right? <laughs> So then he walks Throwing out. Throwing shade at the perk. <laughs> he walks out and Phoebe goes, yeah, I agree. You guys hang out there too much. Wow. Totally missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're actually going to Central Park here in the next scene. Returning to the scene of the crime. <laughs> and, you know, they feel bad about what happened with Ross and Joey's like, yeah, I kind of feel like it's my fault. <laughs> Everyone just like looks at him simultaneously. Like, you don't say. <laughs> right? And he's like, well, you know, I, he's like, Chandler's like, you could have kept it in. And Joey's like, yeah, well, I've been keeping a lot of things I'm in. having a hard time days. holding all these secrets. You know? One of these Sometimes days, I'm bad. bound to slip. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then Chandler's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, that's good. Good job. 
like immediately remembering that uh, Joey technically has a big chip hanging over their heads. <laughs> Meanwhile, Phoebe's about to leave with the coat on, by the way, and Chandler's like, wait, what happened? You know, what about animal rights and all that? I guess we're also not acknowledging the weather at all either. <laughs> right? And Phoebe's like, well, look, I was doing my research and Minks, they're not even nice. They're actually really mean animals. So you know what? I'm, I'm kind of doing the environment a favor. Right? There you go. So she really loves the coat, you know, like she compares it to, ooh, like Bill Hudley wrapped around me. <laughs> anyway. I don't think we're ever going to get contexted out. <laughs> so now we're Martha Rachel's apartment. Rachel is like about to check her mail and she sees this really handsome guy and she's kind of like, hi. And the guy's like, hi. So then she turns around, goes about her day and he's like, so you like the short hair better? <laughs> Rachel turns around. She's like, Yeti? I mean, Getty? What? The cryptid has a voice? Oh, man. He's like, yeah, I had to cut my hair, you know, to get rid of the fogger spell. Yeah, I want to imagine that sets in pretty bad. Kind of like when you get hit by a skunk. (laughs) Except, uh, you know, no tomato bath. And she's like, look, I already, I I feel bad, you know. And he's like, yeah, it's okay. You know, some people are just into appearances. Ooh, I love like if you're watching along with us, that's when like uh, the audience throws in the (laughs) habitual sitcom woo in the background. And she's like, "What?" Her her voice all high pitched. You don't know me. He's like, "What? Just because I have shopping bags? What? You don't you don't think I have toys? Like you think I'm some 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 superficial person who doesn't do things for the the people and the environment? Huh? 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 Mr. Yeti Man? Of course, his response was, "Okay." Ah, his classic one-liner. Oh my god, so she's like, stop saying that, I hate that. He goes, okay. Okay. So she follows him all the way to his apartment. Keep in mind, he's like already in his apartment by this point. Yeah. And she's just like so mad about it that she turns around from whatever she was doing and follows follows him. him. And she's like, look, at least I admit my judgment and, you know, and and my reaction to you. But you, you're just going to stay that way and you're not, you're not even going to like know or ask. At this point, I don't even think she's, like, making a point. She's just deliberately trying to, like, feel like she got a one-up on him. But uh, Danny is not bothered. Yeah, he's like, hey, you know a really good pizza spot around here? Yeah, you want to go with me? (laughs) Like, I'm really hungry. Uh, I'm going to need you to not say that anymore. No, she's like, okay. He's like, stop saying that. I hate it when you do that. (laughs) Turn while the tables have turned. Reversal. Amazing. So, let's get back to Ross's apartment, where, uh... Good man. Phoebe has her guitar. She's got like an I'm sorry song, right? But then Joey starts to apologize. And I'm also going to wish uh, that Phoebe really got her copyright infringement here. Because everyone's <laughs> just taking material from her song. She's like, yes, we're just stepping on the song. And Joey's like, look, we want to support you. We were out of line. And she's like, okay, great. Now you're just taking it. And then Ross is like, look, I'm having a hard time as it is. And I just really need you guys. So Monica's like, okay. How about you come over for dinner? I'll make your favorite. And then Ross suddenly notices, Phoebe, you're wearing fur? Because that was the most relevant thing out of this entire point. And Phoebe's like, it's not like it's a seeing eye dog coat. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, take the heat off of me, coppers. Anyways, so now we're at Monica and Rachel's apartment. And uh, Joey's like, look, I understand why I lost it today. And Ross is like, huh? Because, you know, I'm an actor, and I always have to keep my emotions now right Now Joey the, has disclaimers. <laughs> keep my emotions right at the surface, you know? Like, I've got balls in the air. 
Maybe not the metaphor you wanted to go for there. And Ross is confused. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So Rachel comes home, right? And she's like, hey. Um, Monica's like, dinner's almost ready. And she's like, well, um, no, I actually had pizza with uh, Danny. Going out with the Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, turns out that Yeti is one smooth talker. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so she's like, okay, I'm going to go to my room and hang out. And they're like, no, just stay. And she's like, come on, guys. If Emily found out, like, she'll be pissed. Like, it's fine. I'm going to go to her room. And then Joey's like, Rachel, please. Please eat with us. You know, uh, really uh, playing up his acting skills. And she's like, okay, okay, it's okay. And he's like, Joey, you're going to need to relax. Well, you see, Rachel, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. <laughs> Moments later, right, um, all of a sudden they see Ugly naked. They're like, they're like, hey, ugly naked, back. Cause uh, he kind of like disappeared for a little yeah. while. Yeah, I miss that fat bastard, you know. And uh, you know, at this point, they're all looking at their window, and Monica proceeds to say, "This is gonna be the last time we ever do this, guys." Listen to this. Wow, this is so weird. I just realized this may be the last time we're all hanging out together. It's almost as if he knew. (laughs) I'll get it. Hello? Hi, Emily. Yeah, uh, you, you tracked him down. Hold on one second. Hey. Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're just, we're just having dinner. Uh, yeah, sure, hold on. Uh, She wants to say hi. Hold on. Hi, Emily. Emily. Hello, everyone. So, who am I saying hello to? Well, uh, I don't know about who's here, but I can tell you for damn sure who's not here, and that's Rachel. (laughs) I should hope not. Ross knows better than that by now. You know what? Uh, Rachel is here. She's there. Oh, yeah, there, there she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's here. Ross, take me off speakerphone. Hi. How could you do this to me? I thought I'd made my feelings about Rachel perfectly clear. Look, Emily, I'm just having dinner with my friends, okay? You obviously can't keep away from her. Emily, that's ridiculous. Look, I'm I'm moving for you. I'm cutting friends out of my life for you. Please, just get on the plane and come to New York, okay? You'll see. You're the only person I want to be with. I'll feel better when I'm there, and I can know where you are all the time. Well, it, you can't know where I am all the time. Look, this marriage is never going to work if you don't trust me. You're right. So, can you trust me? No. I think it's going okay. (laughs) Looks like he's smiling. How can you tell? You can only see the back of his head. You can totally tell. (laughs) Hey, hey, look, watch me. Smile. Frown. Smile. 
Well, I guess that's it. What? What, 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 happened? what happened? My marriage is over. What? Man, there was so much uh, context in that scene that we had to put the majority of that into the quote. Like, us describing it would not have done it justice. And just like that, marriage number two is over. Goodbye, Emily. So. And your crazy family. Oh, yeah, that too. Well, they begin to comfort him, and Phoebe's like, he must be cool. They wrap the mink coat around Ross. Oh yes, the magical pimp coat. That will repair all of Ross's marriage woes. And Rachel's like, well, you know, is there anything we can do? And he's like, yeah, help me get all my furniture back from Gunther. Ah yes, Rachel's number one fan. And of course, the major proprietor of all things touched by Rachel. Ooh, so now we're at the very last scene of the episode and uh, we're outside with Phoebe Walking around, you know. Making her way downtown. Fur coat on. Walking past the squirrel now. He's eating nuts. I feel so guilty. <laughs> oh my god, that sounded like a squirrel. But um, yeah, so she Pause. sees some squirrels. And she's like, what? She starts to feel guilty. Okay, look. Minks are different, okay? Like, they're, they're mean and whatever. Yeah, and but so- the way the camera's playing around, it's like trying to make it look like the squirrel's like talking like, to her. her like, like guilting her. Like, how dare you wear my cousin? Like, fine, okay, you win, you win. So she ends up giving up the coat to some random guy behind her. And she's like, you happy now? I'm cold. (laughs) And that ends the episode. All right, friends aficionados. As always, we're going to slide into our thoughts and opinions up next. All right. Chris. What did you think? Well, this episode, I actually kind of like it because it finally ends the Ross and Emily arc. Pierre, we've finally escaped Emily's uh, oppressive thumb. Yeah, I cannot. I just cannot with Emily. I don't like her It's funny. All. She started off so innocent as a character. Like, it seemed like she was genuinely likable. But uh, after Ross made one fatal error... He paid the price yeah. dearly. But it kind of, in the end, I feel like it might work out for Ross because to give all that up, he wasn't even truly happy about it. And uh, it also revealed know. a lot about uh, personalities and character traits. Imagine if the wedding had gone through and he discovered her like uh, kind of angrier side at a later time. He yeah. would have been very invested. Exactly. And so... That was kind of my favorite part of the episode because, you know, I kind of want to see how the healing process starts for Ross from here, you know, and again, we have oh, Emily out of the You know, picture. assuming he gets his things back from Gunther. Oh my God, right? <laughs> um, as far as Rachel, um, fogging Danny, Yeti, a.k.a. but uh, My man, Yeti. <laughs> um, it is kind of funny how initially, you know, she's like, kind of judged him, I guess, and he kind of had a On point. appearances. Well, granted, the first time she saw him, he was uh, covered in the shadows and a bunch of hair. Yeah, so, you know, but at least she apologized, and I love how they're going back and forth with their pettiness of, okay, okay, stop that. I okay. That. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I kind of felt like that was pretty uh, funny, and then the, the whole Joey thing, 
like you mentioned earlier, the whole growth aspect. I really admire Joey for that. He's right. kind of just You're going to see another reoccurring trend. He's going to become the master of secrets. Yeah, <laughs> and so, you know, being the whole, hey, you guys got to be more careful about making out and blah, 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 like you better hide it, to, hey, Ross isn't happy. Like, he's just trying to really be the friend. So, Let the man that. be honest. But anyway, I overall like the episode. Pretty funny. A little bit of everything. So, yeah. Your thoughts, Jer? I thought this episode was really funny, <laughs> as you could tell by me not even being able to speak right now. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything, and uh, like you said earlier, I appreciate the fact that uh, even though it took like the later half of Season 4 and a little bit of the beginning of Season 5, it finally brings the long-heralded uh, <laughs> Ross-Emily arc to an end. Yes, indeed. And man, what a personality switch on Emily. I mean, she was already kind of going a little downhill character-wise, mm-hmm. but this episode really know, showed her true colors. I don't know where you'll be all the time. Nah. Yeah, I think that was the line that kind of scared me a little bit. Yeah, no. Trust like, uh, issues. That was uh, doing a lot. Especially after the man already uh, sacrificed his entire apartment and livelihood. But uh, let that be a lesson. Uh, like, really take your time with people. Fully get to know all the quirks, mm-hmm. because you never know when someone's going to switch on you. But uh, also in the episode, I appreciate uh, Rachel and Monica's encounter with uh, their very own apartment cryptid, the Yeti, a.k.a. Danny. And uh, what a character this guy is. Like, I don't know if he was uh, taking uh, lessons from uh, the Bigfoot Smooth Operator Handbook to Getting Women, but uh, he played his cards pretty good. Oh, yeah. He went from kind of being a kind of dry character to uh, subtly convincing Rachel to go on a pizza date with him. What that will develop into, we have no idea. But uh, I feel like he's going to get pretty interesting very soon. And as far as uh, other minor character notes for this episode, I definitely appreciate uh, Joey kind of growing into his mm. own special role for this season. Yeah. Like we're really going to see him kind of develop a lot in season five. And I'm uh, pretty excited to see what kind of shenanigans he's going to get into. Especially now that he is the holder of mm. secrets, secrets, secrets. Really got to get an echo effect on this mic. <laughs> Good job. All right, everyone. As always, you love to hear us, but you hate to see us go. As a matter of fact, you can't even see us at all. We here at the Barker Lounge are here to give you our insights and, more importantly, our opinions and other relevant info on the show, friends. As we try to find this fly that's been flying around the studio, in case you're wondering why we're doing broken sentences. But enough of that. <laughs> that is not important here. What is important is where you can find out more info about us. Chris, tell them where they're at. On our Instagram page at The Barka Lounge, where we post our episode releases, and all listening platforms are listed in the bio. Follow us. And on that note, folks, stay safe, stay sane, survive another grueling week, and we'll be there for you this Friday. Toodles!
right, they're finally here. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, this came specifically <sighs> from your grandmother's estate. Okay. She wanted you Let to have these. Okay, I don't know what it is. Wait, what? Um, I guess they're a family heirloom. Uh, I can't wear these, you don't understand. I'm vegetarian, you know, and... But, well, but they, I mean, they're, they're in very, the will. I mean, but, worse comes to worse, you could just sell them. I mean, but they I mean, are kind of shiny, though. Oh, and, I, I, I but guess look, you're taking they, a liking to them. Oh my, wait, they fit. No, 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 I can't, I can't wear these. I mean, this. it kind of seems like it's fate. They're, they're specifically your size. But you know what? They are mean, so technically... I would be doing a service. I mean, I don't I, think um, the shoes have emotions. You know, so I, I, I'm just okay. I'm gonna keep it. Ah! You know what? It didn't really seem bye. like it took bye. that much convincing. Bye.